welcome to the podcast of Where Love Touches People. Thank you for tuning in. In this Let's Talk About segment, we dig deeper into everyday issues and the impact on our spiritual life. again to another episode of Where Love Touches People. Uh, this month, uh, as introduced by Philip last week, uh, we're going to go into our theme of discipleship. So many of us, maybe we don't uh, really think about discipleship very much, but maybe I'll, I can share a bit of my story. As in, uh, in my time starting out as a believer, as a follower of Jesus, I had a lot of questions uh, about the Bible. I had a lot of verses I didn't understand. And I believe that those questions uh, that I had they could have uh, had a significant impact in my Christian life. So I was glad that when I first came to Australia, uh, it was around the same time when, when I first believed in Jesus, uh, that, I, uh, that I found a pastor who was willing to listen to my questions and was willing to give me some guidance in how uh, to live uh, my life as a follower of Jesus. Um, it wasn't uh, my intention, but I guess uh, unknowingly, I have been discipled by that pastor uh, so today we have our very own pastor, uh, Pastor Jericho, uh, who will give us a bit of a talk uh, about what discipleship is and what it means for us as followers of Jesus. So maybe Pastor Jerry, Bang Jerry, yeah. Thanks, Andrew. Maybe you can just, uh, maybe you can introduce yourself to some of the listeners who might not know you very well. Well. Uh First of all, I would like to say thank you for inviting me, uh, finally, probably, after a bit delay <laughs> from a previous sessions. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm Jericho, and uh, this is my second year with my family living in Brisbane. So we used to live in Sydney, uh, but uh, due to new, new opportunity, we have to move to Brisbane. And thanks to the people, especially, uh, you know, Rock uh, Brisbane, uh, where love touches people, we're settling quite well. Uh, I'm one of the academic staff here at Queensland University of Technology, usually called a University of the Real World, uh, focusing public health subject, and especially my research interest will be on the maternal and child health in the international settings. And just a little bit, uh, another introduction, Andrew, if I can just add that one. Yeah, of course. Uh, I, I'm, I'm quite quote and unquote, uh, famous in prophetic team as a person who desperately wanting to include hymn songs in uh, a Sunday service. <laughs> yes, we know, Bang. <laughs> we know that whenever you're rostered on as, as worship leader, your songs are the most difficult. Yeah, that's pretty much about uh, myself and my family. Uh, thank you, Bang Jerry. Yeah. So maybe we can start off with, uh, with our discussion today. So mm. what is discipleship really? Well, when we talk about discipleship, we need to have a clear understanding first about what is Christianity. Because when we talk about discipleship, uh, you cannot separate discipleship and Jesus Christ, which means Christianity is not just about religion. Many people misunderstood Christianity as a religion, which is, I disagree with that one. It's more about our intimacy or our true relationship with the Savior, in this case, is Jesus Christ. So again, when we talk about discipleship, in a simple word, you can say discipleship is to follow Jesus or following Jesus, and that's it. So 
I, I don't know. I mean, you know, a lot of people misunderstood discipleship and a bit terrified with discipleship because, um, including myself, I was at the point where I trusted to lead a small cell group and, uh, you know, I have to teach them a lot of things about the Bibles. And at that time, my thinking when I involved in the discipleship, I need to have a very good knowledge about the Bible, which is, again, that's true. You know, you need to, you need to provide a theologically sound to, to your, uh, you know, to your uh, groups. As mentioned earlier in your introductions, it's not easy to have a pastor or someone that will able to answer a lot of questions about your curiosity, about the Bible first, or any specific pack, uh, you know, passage. And we also need to remember that when we talk about discipleship, it was Jesus himself who actually commanded the Great Commissions. Go and teach all the people. Um, and, and it's so important to understand that if we resist that Great Commissions, if you are not part of the discipleship, that it will be very difficult for you to understand God's will. So again, it's a very complex. I know I was saying earlier that discipleship is following Jesus, but it's not just about following Jesus. It's more than that. And if I can just add more, what is really important to be part of the discipleships, whether you are the, the person that being taught about the Bible or you are the person who actually teach the Bible, teach about God to, to the cell group or to your small Bible study group, it's important to understand that we have been liberated from our sins. So we need to have a clear understanding on that one. Again, Christianity is not about religion. Christianity is about relationship with God. And we have that relationship because we have been liberated from our sins, burden, even with our own heart yoke. And that's why, if, if I can just read quickly, uh, you know, in, in 1 John, in 1 John uh, 5, verse 3, it's mentioned like this. This is love for God to obey his command and his command are not burdensome. So in other words, when we follow Christ, if we actively participated in the discipleships in our own local church, our heart yard is being replaced by the yoke of Jesus Christ. And I guess the very uh, last thing that I need to you know, explain clearly to the listeners that discipleship is part of our kingdom identity and should be embedded into our daily life. Discipleship is a joy, Andrew. I don't know, what do you think about discipleships? What do I think about discipleship, yeah? Um, I think, I guess it's, it's, it's kind of similar in, in, in what you said earlier, mm. that discipleship is supposed to be a joy, and I do enjoy being discipled. I do enjoy um, having my queries or my curiosities uh, satisfied, and how uh, understanding the Word of God helped me to, to live out the Word of God in my daily life. Let's just put our thinking as someone who, you know, probably consider as a new believer. Yeah. As a new believer, you have a lot of questions, a million of questions, mm. because you have to do this, 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 this. Again, it's not about a to-do list to be a Christian. It's about your relationship to God. It's about knowing your existing 
in the eyes of the Lord because we are uh, being redeemed. We already redeemed uh, through the sacrifice of his beloved son, Jesus Christ, at the cross. And I guess that's why a lot of people misunderstood discipleship as something that, you know, you need to be, uh, you know, have a good knowledge of a Bible. That's true. I'm, I don't have any objections with that one. But it doesn't mean as a new believers, you cannot teach others about, you know, your conversion from your old ways to your new ways that is being liberated from the sins. So it, it's, it's, it's kind of an ongoing uh, debate among Christians when we talk about what is actually discipleship. So a lot of time we think discipleship is just refer that to the pastors or refer that to perhaps a school teacher or someone with a, a good theological knowledge. It doesn't have to be like that, but again, you do need to prepare yourself with adequate knowledge about who is God and for who he is. Mm -hmm. So it sounds to me like um, the, discussion is, the discussion is being steered towards discipling. Mm. What about being discipled? Yep, yep. Now, with that one, again, I have to, to be clear, what is this like being a disciple? Obviously, you know, as a new believer, I'm just thinking myself a few, a while ago when I accepted Christ for the first time, because I grew up uh, in an environment where both of my parents really active, do the ministry in church. Uh, they have their, their, their church. Now they have their own church right now. So being a disciple, you need to positioning yourself as someone that really are wanting to have new knowledge, wanting to have a clear understanding about who God is. Because so many times we caught up with what God can do instead of focusing on who he is. Again, if I just go back to my, uh, you know, previous explanations, discipleship is about following Jesus. So if you're not following Jesus, you are not being a disciple. In other words, being a disciple is to be more like Jesus. The way you talk, the way, even the way you do business, the way you, you teach, the way you respond, we have to act just what Jesus will act the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it seems to me that the understanding about the Bible is quite key in, in, in this part about following Jesus, yeah, in, in our daily yep. lives. Is it necessary to have a mentor to teach us about the Bible, or is it possible for us to learn about the Bible ourselves? It, it, it can go both ways. I mean, you can have a combination of where you have a mentor, someone that's really knowledgeable about the Bible, and again, you have to be careful. If someone knowledgeable about the Bible doesn't mean that you know the person itself will apply all those God's word into uh, their life. So that's why I was saying a combinations. Yes, you need a mentor because you are new believers. You don't know anything or where to start. Like for example, uh, do I have to start from the Book of Gospel or do I have to start with the Old Testaments? That's kind of a common questions of mm. among the new believers. And most of the time, uh, you are being advised, okay, let's just start reading the John. 
you know, John, the letter of John, and then just finishing the, the book of gospel, the four gospels, you know, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and, and John, obviously. Now, another ways, when I say both ways, is, again, in order to enjoy discipleship, it's to enjoy God in every situations. So you don't wait until someone tell you that you need to do this one. Andrew, you need to, to do this one. Andrew, you need to do that one. Andrew, you cannot do that one. No. It just make you like a robot. And again, this is more kind of theological because as a human, we have a free will. But doesn't mean that we are free. If you are in Christ, it doesn't mean that you are, uh, you know, free to do whatever you want. No. Now we are dependent on God. Being a disciple is about being dependent on God in every situations of our life. Mm -hmm. So that's why, yes, you need a mentor. And how do you find a good mentors? You can find it in your local church, having a conversations. And you do also need to be careful because not everyone, if you approach, for example, you know, you approach uh, this Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday, and you ask, for example, Bang Rocky, uh, you want to be my mentor? Obviously, the first response would say, oh, hang on, Andrew, what is going on here? Any reason why do you ask that such request for me? So you, you need to consider uh, what type of the person. You need to understand their characters mm. in terms of you know, being a mentor for yourself. What do you think are some of the hurdles for, uh, for people to think that, oh, discipleship is you know, not for me. I just believe in Jesus and that's it. Kind of thing. I would say the biggest challenge for, for someone as a new believers will be not to caught with all the to-do lists that mentioned in the Bible. And I have to be careful with my statement, that one. I'm not saying in the Bible it's like a to-do list, no. But a lot of time we treat the Bible, the way we read the Bible is like a to-do list. Oh, have I give my tithing? If I'm not giving my tithing, probably something bad will happen to me. You know, I, I was that kind of person that used to think like, if I don't give anything to God, there must be, you know, bad things will happen to me. So again, this is about law or love. And remember that Jesus actually perfected the law. And that's why Jesus mentioned it is very important and it is crucial to love God with all of our heart, our mind, and our soul, and not treat it as, you know, A, B, C, O, D. So I guess the biggest hurdle, again, going back to that questions, will be how will you respond to any God's word? How will you respond? For example, if you come on Saturday, uh, you know, service, and then this, the, the preacher mentioned about, oh, you cannot you know, make lie. There's no such thing like a black lie or white lie or whatever the lie is. A lie is a lie. Mm. It is what it is. And that's why I remember a famous quote for a new believer. It's about saying no to sin, but saying yes to sinners. Now, I, I'll let okay. you, I give you time to grasp that one because mm. that's not an easy statement. It is not about saying, again, it's, it's about saying no to sin, but saying yes to sinners because that's what jesus did on this earth mm. 
he wasn't looking for you know the holiest that the Pharisees consider as the holiest but he came to find the lost one and that is to redeem us so, so what I'm getting at so far is I think, it, I, think, I think what you've said has, has changed my mind about what discipleship is. Mm. And it really is just about enjoying our relationship with God in our daily lives. Wow. Yeah, and again, I suppose when we talk about you know, being a disciple, especially as a new believers, there's so many interesting offer, different teachings, you know, mm-hmm. different teachings. This is more like, oh, more on the grace side, this is more on the mercy, this is more on good work, uh, a lot of teachings that will make you, you know, confuse. Like, am I going to follow Jesus this way? Mm-hmm. Again, going back to the basic rule, to follow Jesus, which mm-hmm. means you have to go back to the book. That's why they, they you know, suggested you to read the first uh, Gospels, the book of Gospels, because in the book of Gospel, you can just highlight, you know, in, in my Bible, I don't have like the, the red highlighted where Jesus said something, but in another Bible version, you can see in, in some of the word mentioned by Jesus, they actually put like red highlighted just to show you, oh, this is what Jesus said. And then you need, just need to reflect if you don't understand, you can ask the questions to the, to the pastors. And you cannot treat this one like, oh, do I need the second opinion or third opinions? At the end of the day, you have to test any sermon that you, that you listen. You need to test that one itself, whether it's coming actually from God or it's not purely coming from God. How would you test it in, I guess, in, in practice? The way you test it in practice, you know, the type of sermon that you're listening is looking back to the context of that verses again. And this is important to understand the Bible, not just to pick up one specific verse. Mm-hmm. I was that typical person like, oh, this typical verse. But again, when you read the whole passage, oh, hang on, it's not actually explaining about this only first. It's actually explaining about another topic that is actually, that's the core message of that passage just take it for example you know uh, last week i mentioned about uh, what is better in my sermon about martha and mary a lot of people can you know interpret that one differently but Mm. the the thing that i got it when i pray to god and then just study the whole verses by verses it's more about what is better in our life and again i'm not saying that's the only message on that passage about Martha and Mary. And this is also the unique and the richness of the Bible because different verses, that could kind of provide a different message. But this is a very interesting, Andrew. Despite of different interpretations, it would lead to one name. It's Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you heard that, oh, the Bible is just like a manual uh, uh, book when you buy a cell phone and then you don't know, understand. No, the Bible is not about us. The Bible is about Jesus himself mm. revealing our existing, redeem us from our sins, and now providing us a better way. I guess if I can sum up my explanation earlier, discipleship is about decision. It's about a life or death. You need to make your decisions, whether you want to follow Jesus or you want to follow the devil. 
whatever the, uh, the decisions that you will make, it will have implications. And we all know the implications. I don't want to make the other guy popular in this podcast, but following Jesus, it's the best options that I've ever made. And I'm never regret to be his followers. Mm-hmm. And if I could just add, Andrew, uh, you know, when we talk about discipleships, most people tend to think, is that the only option for me to serve God through the discipleships? You know, whether you are being a disciple or a person that teach that cell group. Now, in order to respond to that questions, you have to remember what Jesus said. You have to choose. Do you want it to be serve or to serve? And this is why discipleship is joy. Because I experienced in my cell group a few years ago, being leaded by one of my uh, senior in my university at that time back in Indonesia, in Jakarta. He taught me a lot about the Bible, but it's not just about taught about the Bible, it's also sharing his life for you know, being honest about his weaknesses, his strengths, and obviously different person will have different response. Oh, I thought you were a very holy person. No, we are still work in progress until he come back again for the second time just to bring us back home to his heavenly kingdom. Mm. Wow. Uh, the way you think about discipleship is radically different from, from what most people would, would, would say or would think about. Mm. Um, mm. That it really comes down to, oh, you know, it's something that should be uh, faced with a lot of joy. It's about relationship. It's about, you know, walking your life with Christ and being more like Christ in, in our daily lives, regardless of how, I guess, imperfect yep. you may be. Um, maybe for some of those who think uh, that it is quite radical, maybe mm. it's too too much commitment. What are some things that you can that you'd like to say uh, uh, to these people? Since you brought that question, I mean that word radical. Uh, I forgot to mention earlier that when we talk about discipleship, it's about radically change. Now, we do need to be careful with that word, radically change, because a lot of people tend to think if you are converted your belief into Christianity, then it's more like radical change. Like, for example, you start saying, oh, hallelujah, when you're shaking someone else or in any situation, you're gonna say, praise the Lord, or it's not like that. It's not totally, you know, that's totally wrong. Uh, The understanding of being radically changed uh, into the discipleships. We need to be clear what do we mean by radically change when following Christ? Because the word radically change often mislead by many believers as more activities in church. If you are served more time in church, that you are radically changed. No, that's just church activities. Mm. That's just a bonus to be a believer on that one. But for me, my understanding about radically change, just to connect with your questions, is about your repentance from your sins or old ways into obedience with God's will. So you see the the kind of the changes, repentance into obedience. Obviously with repentance, that will lead to belief and that belief will translate into faith, which is in this case, our God is so faithful 
And that's why he is allowing so many troubles, so many issues in our life, hardships, storms, high and lows. The reason for him to allow that suffering is for us to understand who he is. It's not just about what can he do with that one. So again, to broad that, that questions again, how do we respond to people mentioning that one? I guess it, it, it's about ask them to experience hmm. the beauty of discipleships. And when I talk about the beauty of discipleships, a lot of us have our own expectations. It should go like this. I need a person that really care for me, that will call me, text me 24-7 or something like that. No, it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. You know, as someone that, you know, I have led two groups, uh, uh, cell groups in a few years ago. Uh, it's not really a perfect, but, but when I look back and then reflect on my journey into the discipleships, they actually mention two things. Discipleship, it's about process, and discipleship, it's about to be more like Jesus. And that's it. You don't want to go further from that one. It's just about faith in progress to be like Jesus. So it can be quite discouraging for someone who is putting so much effort, for example, you know, to, to follow Christ, but still maybe they feel that, like, oh, you know, I'm nowhere near. You know, I still fall into my sin. You know, I still have you know, these sinful tendencies, for mm. example. Is there anything encouraging you can maybe share for us? Um, what I would say, I encourage everyone, again, remind about the work that God already provided for us. Remember, it's not easy for our Abba Father to sacrifice His only beloved Son. And you need to understand that in Christ you find forgiveness. So if you stumble, in the same sins or new sins or other sins while you are be part in the discipleship. Don't stop, don't run away and don't hide. Just come as it is to Jesus and ask for his strength. Obviously you need mentors, you need a good community to, you know, to, to, to motivate you and then to, to allows you to grow as what Christ expects you to be. So everyone makes sins. Even, you know, I'm, I'm still making sins, but in a different way, in a different kind of portions. Like it's not the same sin. For, for example, perhaps, you know, shouting to, 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 you know, one of my students or something like that one. But, you know, it, it happens. But it's just to show you, oh, okay, I need to repent. Mm -hmm. And that's where forgiveness of God it actually flow to our life. Because discipleship is about forgiveness. Discipleship is about caring for others. And discipleship is uh, it's about loving others as you treat yourself. And that's, that's the message uh, from God himself, from Jesus himself. Love your neighbors. Mm -hmm. That's not easy to love your enemies. And I've been in that position and I've been praying for my enemies. Is it really good? No. But I just do it. At the end of the day, you will see the result that mm. God's will or His plan never fail. Amen. Thank you for the encouraging words. No worries, Andrew. <laughs> I guess it, it, it isn't easy for, uh, for someone to make the decision to repent. Mm. But I do believe that 
it's so much better to live you know, a life of repentance, to live a life following Jesus. And yeah, for those who are not sure whether they can commit themselves to following Christ, what are some of the costs of not following Jesus? Well, obviously, my first response would be, it is God who took the initiative to pay the costs of our sin so that we are free. So in other words, if you translate that one into that questions, so if you are not trusting God or not accepting God, again, this is not about, you know, oh, very well, then I have just to believe Jesus. No, no, no. You need to really have that intimacy. You really need to have that first love experience with God that will change, obviously. Now, if you are on the crossroad, quite confused whether you need to follow Christ or not, what I, my only suggestion is just take time and think about yourself. Think about your self-justifications. Think about your self-righteousness. How far those things have brought you so far? Is it really helping you in your life, in your struggles, or it's actually making you worse? Because in Christ, there's no self-justifications. It's more about our obedience to follow God's righteousness. And again, he gave his, his beloved son for us at the cross. It is not something that we can do to save ourselves, no. No man, no human can save themselves from the eternal punishment. But God himself refilled his plan through his beloved son. So whoever believes in Christ shall not perish but have an eternal life. In other words, God doesn't have any hidden agenda unlike us. We have so many hidden agenda. The ultimate objective of discipleship is to bring people into subjection to God's will. Hopefully that answers your questions. <laughs> uh, thank you for, for your words, Bang Jerry. I think um, You're welcome, Andrew, anytime. Yeah, it's, it's very encouraging, I guess, uh, you know, especially for me, you know, sometimes I do feel that, oh, nowhere, uh, no, no way am I, you know, close to being like Jesus, you know, I'm, I'm still stumbling on, like, into my sins, I still fall into sin as well, but um, when you say that, oh, discipleship is really just uh, something that's joyful, mm. it's really about, you know, your relationship with God and being more like God day by day. I think it's very encouraging for me, and I hope it's very encouraging for the listeners as well. Yep. Um, not only that, discipleship is a choice. It's a radical choice of whether we want to repent from our sins and decide to follow Jesus or not, you know, mm-hmm. or, to, or to continue to live in our sins. Um, and I guess uh, uh, for those of us who are still wondering whether it's worth it to follow Jesus or not, I think maybe you can give it a shot. There's a lot. There's there's, uh, there's a reason why we Christians, we followers of Jesus, we think it's worth it. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to add for the listeners? I guess I would encourage those of you already Christians, those of you already believe Jesus Christ. I encourage that all of us to share the gospels for all people by considering no matter the cost, no matter the pain, no matter hardship. You just need to share that gospel, that good news, because the goal of discipleship is to follow Christ by bringing his good news into this world. Others are seeking religion, but 
It is not we do in the discipleship. We are pursuing personal relationship with God, and we are His ambassadors. And for those of you who haven't decided yet, as mentioned by Andrew, give it a shot. No turning back. No turning back. <laughs> Thank you so much, Manjay. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, and we we'll look forward to having you again back on the podcast. Look forward for that one too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everyone. listening our old podcast releases every wednesday at 8 a.m if you want to reach us out please do so through our email ig or youtube account which you can find through our profile see See you you next time. time